0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Final Siren Podcast. We've got another pocket podcast for you listeners today and it's a special edition where we're going to be talking about the elite ready-made prospects of the AFL draft. We're just going to be looking at some of the top 10 prospects today and I'm your host Peter Williams and once again I'll be joined by AFL draft editor Michael Alvaro.
1: Michael thanks for joining us. Thanks Pete, really good to be here once more.
0: All right let's get stuck into it. So first off We're just going to explain a bit of the traits uh, perhaps each of the prospects has, um, what makes them a ready-made prospect, you know, that they could step straight into the AFL lineup uh, when required, you know, but we're going to mostly focus on those at the top end. You've heard a fair bit about them, but the top 10 candidates, uh, we're going to start from the top uh, in terms of Nick Dacos. So what does Nick Dacos offer to a club, presumably Collingwood at this stage? What does he offer and and why he's a ready-made prospect?
1: Well, we, we've judged him really as the best in the pool. So that, that's one factor. He's got the elite talent. Um, and I think he's a player that's going to slot straight into the AFL level, um, which is, I guess, needless to say, given we're looking at ready-made prospects. But um, it, it's really because he's just that good. Um, and, you know, you've got guys like Nathan Buckley, the former coach of Collingwood, saying that he would play him, you know, at the start of this year. So um, he's just an, an elite talent, a freakish talent. Um, a kid who just knows how to play football, uh, finds the ball at will, and um, his output is ridiculously good every week. So he's going to be one that just slots straight into that Collingwood midfield, you feel, um, or on a flank. Um, so, yeah, he's top of the list here.
0: And the other player who often is sort of thrown in the same boat as Dacos, simply because these two have been the top two for for some time, is South Adelaide's Jason Horn francis who... Is uh, the one player sort of on this list that has consistently played senior footy and has done so for for quite a long period of time, making his debut uh, at 16, his league debut, and has sort of been playing seniors ever since. And uh, what is it about him, aside from the obvious fact that he's already playing against men, that, that makes him so ready-made, some of the traits and, and reasons that perhaps maybe North Melbourne or, or, or if not North, and certainly the Giants, a club at the top end, um, can expect to get from him sort of from day dot?
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, we, we talk about Decosta's ability. Horn Francis has the ability, and then on top of that, all that wealth um, of experience um, and exposure to senior football that you spoke of there. So he's got all of the aggression and and just the explosive attributes that um, you know sort of bode well for standing up at the top level for a very long time, um, and and straight away too. So. You feel like he's one um, and, and probably far away um, ahead of anyone else that just has the, the know-how and experience at the moment um, of, of how to compete against senior bodies. He's just been able to do it for so long now. Um, so, yeah, he's one that's going to just get stuck straight in. He's really aggressive in his style, loves, uh, loves the contest, loves to tackle, win his own ball. So, yeah, he's um, yeah round one, lock it in. Another player that no
0: doubt, depending on the club, could probably line up from early on is Ben Hobbs, the GWV Rebels inside midfielder who has been likened to Taylor Adams in the way that he crashes in and really doesn't take a backwards step uh, in the way that he goes about it. Uh, Obviously, being that inside mid, they're traditionally a bit more ready-made, particularly when they're sort of built like he is to sort of come straight in. But what what is it with him uh, and his particular traits that sort of stand out to make him a potential early candidate at AFL level?
1: Yeah, well, Ben Hobbs is probably, I guess, the ideal prototype of of what you think of when you talk about players in this kind of discussion. A bit like... Jason Horn francis he's that bull on the inside. He loves to compete and, um, you know, sort of drawing from what you said there, just cracks in. He's, he's sort of got the, the frame um, and just the style of play to do that straight away at the top level. Um, loves to tackle and, and wins his own ball. He works really hard. He's been working on his outside game too. So if a club um, needs an inside mid, he'll play straight away. Um, and I think he's one that, regardless of the club he ends up at, he'll probably play, um, in his first year as well so he's um, he's pretty ready to go and you'd think um, barring injuries and things like that um, he would be yeah pretty much a, a stock standard uh, straight in sort of player for his first year.
0: Absolutely and and continuing that sort of run of of players that can find plenty of the ball inside and, and outside at times we're going to go over to the Northern Knights with Josh Ward who's really had a super season this year obviously had a a rather famous duel with Dacos earlier in the year and um, found plenty of the ball between the pair of them. But what is it about him that really stands out that's catapulted him to where he is now?
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad you sort of led in like that because really it's his reliability and durability that have led to him, I guess, rocketing into that top 10, even maybe top five discussion. So, you know, recruiters just value a consistent body of work and, You know he's a kid that just puts together um, good performances week on week. Um, You know he's he's hardly or never really injured, hasn't been this year at least, and he's just able to get on the park um, whenever he has the the opportunity. Obviously, um, which has been a problem for Vic prospects, but um, whenever he's out there, he just wins the ball at a good rate, uses it well. Um, He's just really really reliable. So that's Josh Ward's uh, key trait, I guess, and that's why he'll probably be one that can get a gig pretty early on as well.
0: And wrapping up this sort of, I guess, five players that we've really focused on in here is, is probably the one player that if they were going to upstage a, a Dacos-Horn-Francis 1-2 from a, a midfield perspective uh, and potentially slide in ahead of uh, one of them uh, or be considered, say, by North Melbourne with their first pick, uh, Finn Callahan, who's had that outstanding year, uh, really, obviously, before injury and, and then the shutdown, he sort of went from that outside role to play, spend a bit more time inside, um, just to give him a little hint there, but um, what is it? He's a little bit different to some of the others, but what is it about him that really stands out that could make him a ready-made talent?
1: Yeah, well, it's just his ability and class. I mean, as you said, he's right up there in the sort of top three or four. He's number three for us in our power rankings um, just on pure ability. And, you know, he, he has the build um, and he might not be a contested player right away. Um, although he has shown that at the under 18s level, but um, you know, he's just so classy and up to the level with his, uh, you know, just pure ball use and decision-making. So, um, under the pressure and the rigours of top-flight football, he's going to be able to stand up and, um, you know, use the ball well and not look out of place whenever he's in possession. Um, and you'd think that he starts sort of as a wing or a half-back before transitioning into the midfield, a bit like he has this year. So, um, you know, while the sort of inside midfield... Um, ready-made trait might not be there as prevalently as the other players we've mentioned. He'll be able to slot into a senior 22 um, on a flank or a wing, as I said, and and then develop from there.
0: All right. So they're the five players that we've really taken a look at within that top 10, uh, the ready-made prospects. There's a couple of trends that we thought we'd delve a bit into uh, a couple of questions we've got for you, Michael. The first one is sort of the lack of tools in this category. Obviously tools do take a bit longer to develop. So there's often not too many that are ready made, but uh, why aren't there any in this category do you think?
1: Um, well, I've sort of just favored the mids. Cause, I mean, it's a bit of a cliche that tools probably take a little bit longer to develop. And, and we've seen with a guy like Jamara Ugelhagen, for example, that he Wasn't given a senior gig um, until a little bit later in his first year, and um, you know, conversely, there's obviously going to be types like Riley Philthorpe that um, make a splash pretty quickly. But I feel like guys at the top end in this year's crop, Sam Darcy, um, Josh Gibkus, Mac Andrew, um, they're probably going to take a little more time to develop. I think Sam Darcy is probably the one that has that elite talent already. That you know, he he may go into that Bulldogs 22 pretty quickly, but. Um, yeah, I, I think as a whole, most of the tools at the top end probably have a little, a little bit of time, um, and, and will be afforded that to develop and, and truly um, sort of get their frame and, and talent right um, for senior football. Absolutely, and just finally, so given
0: the fact that a lot of them, particularly obviously the Victorians, have missed a lot of football, uh, will that mean that they take more time to develop?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's funny you say that because think, yeah, well, four of the five um, of our chosen lot today are Victorians. Um, but I think that the main thing is consistency. And when you're not playing football um, or you're, you're having a bit of a disrupted season, you can't get that consistency. Um, but the point of difference with most of these guys is that every time they're out there, they're performing at a really, really high level. Um and so, Jason Horn Francis um, being, I guess, the outlier, the South Australian here, uh, he's been able to do that at senior level. Um, so, that's even more impressive and, and makes him even more, I guess, ready-made. But to answer your question, absolutely, if you've missed so much football, um, you're not going to be developing at, I guess, the, the rate that you would have if you were able to get on the park more consistently. Perfect. So as we said, it's just a pocket
0: podcast today. There'll be plenty more coming out, but that's all we have time for today. Make sure you keep your eyes and ears peeled for more final siren podcasts as we'll be producing more content like this on a weekly basis. Uh, If you've got any suggestions for any podcasts, make sure you let us know via our social channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Draft Central Oz, Aus uh, or comment on any of our articles at afl.draftcentral.com.au. Michael, thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you, Pete. Pleasure as always.
0: That's it from the Final Siren podcast. Thanks very much for listening. And until next time, make sure you're checking us out at AFL Draft Central.